It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Welcome to CNN's Crossfire. We've got a full show for you today. (laughs) (laughs) No, you haven't dialed into the wrong YouTube channel. Yes, this is the ultimate Cleveland sports show. Yes, we're going to talk sports, but we had an opportunity to get the mayor of Mm. our fine city, Justin Bibb, in to talk all things sports. We found out he's a huge sports fan. That's right. So we're interested in diving into that. And also, there's a lot of intersections of sports and community, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially now, I think. I think now maybe more than ever. So we're going to dive into all of that on today's show. Thank you so much for making time for us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Look forward to being here. It is great to have you here. And let's let's get right into it. Absolutely. I, I know you're a big basketball fan. I am. I you am. mentioned that to us off the air. And everybody's excited about the Cavaliers right yes. now. What was your reaction when Donovan Mitchell got traded to the Cavs? I think I yelled in my office. <laughs> <laughs> we did too, um, so it's okay. And I really thought we were going to lose him to the Knicks. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, the fact that they pulled the trigger was huge. Uh, I was actually at an event with Kobe uh, Altman for our Hoops After Dark program, and I said, look, can you, can you get, get us KD, get us something? He was like, look, I got something in, in the works. Just, just hold tight. And then a couple weeks later, we get Donovan Mitchell. So uh, really excited He's about He's a man him. of his word. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been able to watch any of the three games yet? And if so, what's your yeah. early impressions of Well, them? when Bally's works, I can watch it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, Let's go, Bally's. Get it together, will you? Bull went but, off on but, that. But, oh. but, but. but uh, I went to the game yeah. on Sunday uh, and seeing right. kind of uh, Donovan Mitchell lead the team in overtime. Yeah. It felt like the LeBron era Cavs oh. energy. I couldn't agree more. I was there too. Oh. The chance of MVP, yeah. I think, is there. It was, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, it I, really think, was. I think Spider could actually average 30 points a game. Mm. This I year. hope he does. Yeah. I win that, that fence question. With the 1 2 combo of, of Spider and Darius Garland, probably one of the best backcourts in the league. No, no, I got, I got to get to this. They asking all these nice professional questions. About to get, nice to get dirty in here? Is what no, you're no, saying? no, 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 I wouldn't do that. But I am gonna say, I, I have to thank you because you are showing people our culture. Now, yeah. the fact that you came in here with the waves. Hey. Does does do. the mayor does the mayor hey, does the I'm, mayor have a do rag? I do. I, <laughs> I got two. I got two. Yes, sir. Keep it on you. One day I was tempted to wear the city hall. Like, it might drive people crazy too much. Yeah, we're not ready for you that know, yet. The, the, the city I mean, ain't ready for that There are some yet. that would say peace yeah. out. Yeah, there are yeah, others yeah, who would yeah, be like, yeah, yeah exactly. there we go. You're kind yeah. of like, what is yeah. he? Where's that? Exactly. Is that a sport? Sporting waves going back 15 years, man. Wow. that the sporting waves ain't thick enough. Uh, yeah. You know, Murray's Absolutely. got a little, that's a build up. 
Murray's a mess of cup and pillowcase. Exactly. Up. Yeah. But you gotta wear do. Bull and I are sitting here going, what? Yeah. They confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the Google, what is a do rat? Yeah. Mayor, Mayor, fix us up. What, what's going on here? Because a lot of times he'll talk the street and he won't he won't translate it for so Bull and I. And we're just kind of confused. We got we got to keep the waves tight. Right? Yeah. So you do that by sporting waves. Put, it's a gel that you hey, put Jay, in your don't hair. Don't want me in with you. You, right? you don't know what they're talking about. I know things. I grew up in the city. You grew up in the sticks. So, 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 you grew up in the suburbs. Everybody from New York City thinks if you go west of the East River, yeah. you're in the Midwest. Right. Okay. That's, it's all cornfields out there. No, right? you grew up in a small town. You didn't grow up in Cleveland. I, mean, I would call Sandusky a small town. That's a small, a small town. town. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I see what side you're on. I grew up in Brooklyn. That's a, That's a city. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so sport ways. So, Bull, like, you explain it to me. Okay. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> That's right. Wow. I, you had me going. I know. I know. So, sport ways. Yeah. It's grease. You put it in your hair. You yeah. brush it. Yeah. It, it makes put your hair. Water, put a little water on it. It makes your hair like stick. And that's, what, and that's how you get the waves. Yeah. Okay. You gotta have a good barber. Cool. I've never, no, now, I've never sport known. Sport waves is like that's what typically a lot of people use. However, I got coarse hair, so I got to use Murray's, which classic. is like oh, okay. that's like orange. yeah, yeah. I'm talking like your Can. hair don't move. Yeah. And what, <laughs> really, it's like as hard as Crisco grease. Yeah, yeah. It's like no. It's the only thing that works. You don't leave it in. You just like put it in, put the rag on. Sleep on it. What do you do? You yeah, sleep on it. Sleep and on then it. you certainly wash it out before well, you go out. Yeah, yeah. but oh, no, no. Th- during the day, it's no, no, in no. there. No, you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I say Murray's is a sponsor. Only, I usually only take mine off when I leave the house. That's it. When I'm at home, do yeah, that. Do it. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, at all times. Yeah. I, I just I, took I mine off before we started. We're educating you guys today. Typhus came in here one day, head on fire. Right? He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna look down. I want you to tell me what you see up here." And I'm like, it's getting bad. I've seen a little skin. It's getting bad. He was freaking out. Yeah. He was like, and so G, G was putting his hair off. G got G me together. What would you, 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 you have in your hair? Yeah. You making it go like that. You know, I got two daughters now. Oh, that's, that's stress. I'm married. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm worried about in this yeah. job. I'm going to lose his line. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Bald. No, you're you good. Know? You're so. good. I worked with Stephen A for years. He used to measure the line between the tip of his eyebrows <laughs> to the top of his head. He, but he, politics will age you. You will. Very yes, right? that is, that that is very correct. Quick. Very well, quick. let's hope so because right now, and this is meant as the most sincere compliment I yeah. can give. I would card you if I was working at a package store. I get that all the time. That's true. When I, when I was running for office uh, last year, I would get two questions when I was knocking on doors. First question I would get is, are you Leon Bibb's son? Yeah, mm-hmm. people have asked me no, that, too. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I would know that. But the second question was, yeah. are you old enough to run for mayor? Yeah. I'm like, you know, I turn 35 next year, so maybe if I don't become mayor, I'll run for president. But I'm 34. <laughs> 35 is the age for president. 34. How old do you have to be to run for mayor? 21? 18? I think. I don't know. I think 18. I should but, know that, but wow. it, it was. <laughs> I should. You, know, <laughs> you don't look 34, by the way. I get that all the time. Not even I can't, close. I can't grow the beard. It looks really weird. Give so it time. Just, I'm trying. It ain't working really? right. Really? This is kind of like. He's got patchy. This is kind of like beaver fur. Like you don't. It don't never want to lay down. It's bull, messed up. Bull just shaved here. Listen, I just cut listen, my goatee yeah. off. Mayor, listen real closely. Yeah. You can hear his facial hair growing. <laughs> Mine. That's yeah. true. Bull, by three Real o'clock, quick. he'll have a yeah, full I'm like a werewolf, really? basically. Must be nice. Uh, that's, that's when did you start story. shaving? What age? Six. Uh, like 11. <laughs> what? No, I was shaving by 11. That's crazy. Jeez. What? I, listen. That's insane. I'm <laughs> Jewish. We tend to be hairy people. I, think. I don't know. Or at least oh, I am. Really? I don't know. If so, everybody. Mayor, why you've... You've been in office a, yeah. enough time to sort of get the get the Ten lay months. of the land, as yeah. you will. Yeah. There are always skeletons that you think, wow, I didn't realize this. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. I know the snow removal was a 
big that problem. Was, yeah, it was bad. And and you made it priority one, but you can't click your fingers no. and create these huge snow removal machines out Overnight. of thin air. Yeah. Um, let's take snow removal off the table because I would guess that that was your biggest wow. I've got a lot to do here. Yeah. What was number two? Um, the decision we made on uh, bars and restaurants closing early during All Star Weekend. Mm, right. Yeah. That that was probably the most controversial thing we decided. I remember since I've well. been in office and. I was balancing a couple things, right? Because I wanted all the bars and restaurants to stay open until four, like they did during MLB All Star Weekend, uh, the draft, et cetera. But we were down nearly 200 cops, first and foremost. Yeah. So there were safety concerns. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I talked to the former mayor of Atlanta, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. She said, "Look, they had a lot of issues last year with All Star Game, and so um, I took the right counsel from my chief of police, Wayne Drummond. I said, look." We're gonna close at 2.30. I wanna keep the city safe because as a young mayor, but a young black mayor, I know the scrutiny would be um, tenfold on me mm -hmm. if stuff popped off during mm -hmm. All-Star Weekend. And so I really wanted to prioritize safety. The city looked amazing. The city was safe that weekend. But I think the lesson I learned there was you gotta over-communicate in this job, right? Um, you gotta go above and beyond to communicate why you're making your decisions, what's your rationale, even though they might not be popular. Right. And that was probably the, the earliest lesson I learned. Erring, erring on the side of safety is Absolutely. always Absolutely. the smart play. Absolutely. Absolutely. Regardless of whatever. Because if things like, wouldn't have been safe, who they would have blamed? Exactly. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. You'd rather be blamed <laughs> for being too, too cautious, too, too cautious than not cautious, than enough. Not cautious yeah. enough. Absolutely. We, we, Go ahead. we need him doing the press conferences after the Browns game. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I don't think I can fix that. <laughs> get you see that over? I love the over-communication <laughs> answer right there. They can tell we you. We get no communication. Yeah. Yeah. Browns have no communication. Here's what they tell us. They're working on it, and it's going to get better. Y'all going to stop this. The Browns... This, we had a crossroads. Yeah, these two are a little crazy. Yeah. We had a, this is, this. We gotta, we gotta start winning some games. It's yep. do or die yeah. this week. Like, yeah. this is. I mean, I thought we had that game last week. I really did. I yeah. thought we had four or five. But a lot of games we like should, that. We should be, what, was it, we're, we're two and I five think, right now? Yeah, we're two and five, I think. At yeah. worst, we should, we should be, be four five and, and two. Yeah, some at, five, five and two. Yeah. And I think yeah. if we had Deshaun Watson, we're probably six and one. Probably. I think. What about the Guardians run? How much fun well, that was, was that, that was for you? That was Look. I uh, I grew up uh, loving baseball, uh, playing baseball as a kid. Uh, what position? I was center fielder and pitcher. Hey, okay. Nice. Okay. Willie Mays, hey, he's okay. back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but like that team of you know Jim Tomey, Kenny Lofton, Paul Sorrento, Omar Vizquel, Carlos Viagra, like you were I just a young kid. I was, yeah, I was like you know 10, 11. Right. right? And so seeing that magic again in Cleveland was awesome. I was at the game, uh, that Saturday night game when Oscar Gonzalez uh, hit that uh, that single to bring those two runs in. Yeah. Yeah. It felt yeah. like the 90s Indians mm -hmm. all over again. It really did. The, with the Guardians yeah. run this, this, this year. Do yeah. you think the teams are, are, are the teams contributing enough to the city that they play in in terms of uh, just doing positive things in the community? Do you feel like they're doing I, I, I their part? I absolutely believe so. Um, okay. You know, we've done a lot of work this summer uh, with the Cleveland Cavs on our violence prevention work. We brought back uh, midnight basketball this year. Uh, Tell us about that for those that yeah. don't know. So in the early 1990s, uh, President Bill Clinton had this program Huge. called Midnight Basketball, right. where folks would play basketball at night and mm -hmm. not just play ball, but they would bring job training, financial literacy training, life skills training to the neighborhoods. So we brought that back this summer through a pilot program uh, with the Cavs. Over 100 young men of color, uh, ages 18 to 25, 
uh, playing ball all across the city. Uh, and it worked out so well that five of the students, uh, student leaders, uh, got tryouts for the G League for the Cavs this year. Five. Wow. No kidding. Right? And, and wow. That's, not even, that's not even touching on the real mission, which is Absolutely. to bring some services to these Absolutely. young men that desperately need yeah. them. A lot, of, uh, a lot of the kids got jobs on the spot at wow. our Human Resource Fair. So that will definitely continue. We're gonna, we want to expand that year-round right. for, for next year. Uh, I know that the Browns have done some amazing things with uh, criminal justice reform and looking at how do we do a better job of restoring trust between police and residents. Uh, and the Guardians as well have been a big champion of that effort too. So wow. uh, we got some great sports teams that uh, do an amazing job of contributing to the civic community and in, in almost every, every wait a way. minute go back to that midnight basketball yeah. you say 18 to 25 I believe yep. so. can you extend it to 28 because you know technically i'll be telling these guys that <laughs> you know, still I, got some games so i play football but yeah. I, yeah. of course could I, be a major league i could have yeah. anything so they get g league tryouts so, you, know, you know back in the day we can take a look at it <laughs> I would say you could maybe sneak in as 25, but those gray hairs that are yeah, cropping yeah, up in yeah. your Coming beard up. now, they, no, no, you can't see, do that see, Look, hold on now. See, you hate. Yeah, get a close-up <laughs> on that. that. I got to have my barber take care exactly. of that. Man, he was joining us remote last week, and he stopped midstream. He looked real close, reached in the camera. He's like, man, I'm, I'm getting some gray hairs. Tell you, that's, that's it. That's I it. come at you fast. Yes, yes it does. True. You're getting old now. There was a program that I grew up with in Stark County. And uh, it was called uh, JTPA, Job uh, Partnership Training. Mm -hmm. And it was a program that really, I think, revitalized uh, <laughs> the city of Canton. Because what it did, it, it basically had all of, all of the kids between the ages of um, 14 and 17, <laughs> while you were in high school. You got an opportunity to go to different places and you yeah. would literally interview for jobs that may happen in the city, whether or not, whether it be the park department, whether you, uh, if your grades were lower, they would actually pay you to go to summer school to get mm -hmm. a, a, additional skills um, for maybe uh, if you had high school issues or maybe you couldn't pass a proficiency, they would actually pay you as your job <laughs> to get those, those grades up. If you were a little higher, you got to work in, in the city office, the city hall, and you did some things um, that were a little, little high level. Um, but I, I, thought, I thought it was great because it, it taught kids um, the value of knowing how to interview, knowing how to put a resume together, what should you wear. Um, it also helped you out in terms of financial literacy. You, you got a check with your name on it, and you took that check and you went uh, and you deposited it, and, you, and you know, your parents had to sign for it, obviously, but just learning how to balance a checkbook, a debit card, all those different things. And I, I, that program went away. Um, and I think it, you, you could talk to a lot of the, the people that are in the city of Canton, and it really hurt the city because when those kids weren't doing that, they get caught up in the They're streets. doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things and initiatives um, that, that you may be bringing to the table that can address um, kids and financial literacy and, and, and learning to work and earn a living at a younger age? Well, what I'm really uh, discovering as mayor is that there are a lot of good programs out there. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy 
of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. But the issue is a lot of our parents and, you know, and children don't know they exist, right? And so we need to do a better job as a city of raising awareness. We have junior achievement uh, that goes into <laughs> our middle schools and high schools to teach kids about the stock market, um, how to balance a checkbook, how to buy crypto, what is crypto, all those things. And so we need to do a better job of uh, raising awareness about those programs. We have Youth Opportunities Unlimited, which we fund and support in Cleveland to give youth summer jobs. I wanna give young people jobs year round, right? Because you learn by doing, that's how I learned the best, Facts. right? I can read and study all day, but you know, if you learn how not to balance a checkbook, then you learn how to balance it the next time, right? right? Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> and so we need to do a better job of really changing how we think about um, education now, because what we're seeing in this pandemic is that a lot of the students in CMSD high schools during COVID dropped out to work at McDonald's, yep. Amazon, mm -hmm. Target, because they're getting paid $20 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, get, I'm making bread now to put food on the table for my family to get us out of poverty. I don't have time to be in this classroom reading a book. So how do we change the future of education so kids can be engaged and have a job they can go to when they graduate or be ready for college when they graduate from high school? But every child learns differently, so we must do a better job of creating those individual pathways for young people across our cities. Yeah. Speaking of things that are important for young people, and just the city in general, I mean, this is not a unique problem to Cleveland, but yeah. the, the voter turnout in the city of Cleveland is really low. Mm -hmm. And to me, and I've talked with uh, one younger member of our panel about voting yes. and how important but hopefully it is. We're, we're, we're working on him. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, are you registered to vote? Or else I'm vote? not coming back. I, yes. yes. I you am, are? I'm registered to vote. Okay. Civic I've duty, been, young man. I've, been, I've talked duty. to him all the time about it, and it's important. And I'm not even telling people who to vote for. People yeah. know what I vote for, whatever. But, like, it's important that young people vote. And, that, and not just young people, everybody. But, you know, getting people to go out and vote and getting people in the city of Cleveland to go out and vote, how do we do it? As a community, how do we get other people? How do yeah. we get the turnout in the city of Cleveland and not have people like, yeah. what's the point? Because it, if it I has vote, been historically low in, in yeah. Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. It has. And compared to other urban areas, yeah. it's yeah. it's below the average. Um, I think there are a couple of things. Number one, we got to start early. Uh, I, I registered to vote when I was a junior in high school mm. because I qualified for the 2004, I'm dating myself, presidential election. Mm -hmm. uh, when I turned 18 in high school. So I cast my first ballot as a senior in high school wow. when I voted for John Kerry for president, mm. right? Because my high school, Trinity High School, really prioritized civics education. Why voting matters for how your schools Are we still like. doing that, in we, your view? Not a good enough job, you yeah. know, right? We're doing it in pockets, but we're not doing a good enough job. Second thing I would say <laughs> is we got to give people a reason to vote, right? And yeah. If Make them care. Yeah, if the conditions of your neighborhood are changing, why would I vote for my member of city council? Why yep. would I vote for my mayor? That's why I ran for mayor last year, because I felt that the residents of Cleveland deserved better from their local government. 
Agreed. And um, I knocked on thousands and thousands and thousands of doors last year. And you'd be surprised how many residents told me that this is the first time any candidate for public office ever knocked on their door and asked for their vote. It really, it really ever yeah. happens. Yeah, the door to door yeah. is almost gone. Absolutely. And so what, what I've been trying to do is I'm still knocking on doors, even though I'm not running for anything right now. What do you say when you go? Well, hey, here's who, who, here's who you should vote for, because this is what we need in Cleveland from our state legislatures and governor down in Columbus. Here's what we need from members of Congress in D.C. Uh, my campaign team from my Merrill campaign has been knocking on doors the last four weeks already to get out to vote. And what politicians usually do is we ask for your vote. And then four years from now, that's when you hear from us again, mm -hmm. right? Versus mm -hmm. that continuous <clears throat> engagement, right? That's how you, in my opinion, you change democracy and keep people engaged in the democratic Let's process. flip to sports. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion over the last year, maybe plus, yeah. that the Cleveland Browns and their ownership group are kicking the tires on a potential relocation. Yeah. Obviously in the metro area, but perhaps not on the lakefront. And even more significantly, perhaps not in the city of Cleveland. Mm -hmm. What do you know about that? <laughs> what do you think is going to happen yeah. down the road? Where are they? Well, we're, we're in early, early stages. Um, you know, their lease isn't up until 2028. Right. Uh, but it's my priority to, number one, keep them in Cleveland, right. first and foremost. Where they are? Where they are. Uh, keep them on the lakefront. Uh, I think that um, we have an amazing opportunity right now coming out of this pandemic to really reimagine the beauty of our lakefront. Uh, we have 17 miles, uh, over 2,000 acres of prime time real estate mm -hmm. on what I'm calling America's North Coast that we truly haven't maximized yet mm. as a city. And so uh, we've been in early discussions with the Haslam's to really talk about how do we reimagine what that stadium should look like to make it a 24-7, 365 days a year destination. What is your vision? that for? I, I just remember when the NFL draft was in. Yeah. And how gorgeous they made our city look, beautiful. number one. It was beautiful. But yeah. secondly, how vibrant and yeah. alive yeah. compared to what it feels like the other 363 days when they weren't here, yeah. where it feels like it's, it's on life support. Yeah. And then to watch it in that short period of time come to life was yeah. so invigorating and so exciting to me because... When I go to Chicago and I see what they do with their water, mm -hmm. I've I've always questioned no what are why we Cleveland's doing here. Be so what, the airport? Uh, what is, get yeah, rid of the airport. What is your vision yes. for <laughs> this um, valuable so property? What what I like to do is I want to activate the space around Brown Stadium where there's shopping, housing, uh, mixed commercial development. So there's stuff to do outside of just going to a Browns game. Right. Make it a true neighborhood. Restaurants. Restaurants. Even, even, even residential. Absolutely. And then build on uh, the great assets we have with the Great Lakes Science Center and the Rockland Hall of Fame, which is seeing historic numbers in terms of attendance. And they're doing a, a brand new modernization plan that I'm really excited about. Then um, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be uh, making some announcements on Burke to really study, you know, wow. what's the economic feasibility of closing Burke so that if it's gonna cost us 20, 30 million dollars to close it, well, we believe it's a billion dollar ask that we can leverage sure. over time, then it's worth the investment. So it's an investment, yeah. but long Absolutely. term, what that could be. Yeah. I work out at, uh, down uh, in our gym, which is right next yeah. door here, and the back is all windows, yeah. it faces Burke. And when I'm running or on, on any of the ellipticals or whatever, I'm looking directly at the water. 
and I never see planes coming up. No, I, not I, many I, people are flying out of. It's Earth. just for no. billionaires, right? Yeah. To come in and, and they can fly out of Hopkins. Yeah, yeah let them fly out of Hopkins. And, and we have a county look, airport too that we can take a look. Why at. has it been stalled out? Lack I'm, of leadership. That's why we needed young blood here. I love the and, quick and answer. And yes. <laughs> um, I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of trying new things. Right. If we fail, okay, we failed. What worked? What didn't work? And we try again. We have to be more innovative and less risk averse in the yeah. public. Now, Mayor, I'm old. I'm yeah. 57. Yeah. I want to see this in my lifetime. <laughs> uh, am, yeah. Do I have to live to 100? No. Or because I no. know these plans. <laughs> no. When you're talking about completely redressing a city. Yeah. They, they, they don't unfold in five or 10 years. It's, it's going like to take 30 time. years. It's going to take time. Yeah. But I, I think it's my role as, as mayor to get the trend line going in a better direction. Right. <clears throat> right. At least I get the ball moving. I won't solve it completely in, you know, one term or two terms, but we can see material progress where there's more activity on the lakefront. There's a pathway to close Burke that's tangible. Yeah. Then, you know, the next mayor can come in and say, this build on that legacy. You, you yeah, know, you a know, ton of land kind there. of kind it of is. piggybacking off off that um, Cleveland, you know, the inner city, we we, we lose a lot of our population. Yeah. Right? Um, how are we going to keep people located in the city like this guy and this guy, right? Yeah. These not not saying this guy and this guy because they're they're at a point in their life where they're at their peak earning potential. Yeah. There's a lot of their dollars, their economic dollars that could be spent, whether in housing, whether it could be spent um, just in entertainment. These are the people that we should. And then you have people like me and Tyvis. We were coming up, yeah. right? So you're like, okay, you know, you start to earn a little more money. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to raise a family? Where, what are um, some of your ideas as how to keep that stream, that income base here instead yeah. of going to other different well, number one, uh, we gotta we gotta keep people safe, right? If you don't feel safe, uh, you're not gonna want to raise your family in the city or start a business in, in the city. And I think since I become mayor in the last over the last two months, we've seen double-digit reductions in homicides wow. and shootings, and almost every major category of violent crime is down. How have you done that? Because almost every city in yeah. America, yeah. crime is up double digits. Yeah. How have you turned it the other way? Um, we require more visible police presence. You know, I talked to my chief of police, Wayne Drummond, and uh, right now on the first and second shift across the entire city, every officer is required to walk the beat for at least one hour. Wow. Number two, we negotiated a brand new police contract that's going to boost pay by nearly 11% over the next three years. I got it done in just four months without going to an arbitrator. So we're paying our cops more. And by the way, before we took office, our officers weren't allowed to wear ball caps, had beards or tattoos. Now they can't. So we're making our department more attractive for the next generation right. of officers, and we're going to hold them accountable when they step out of line. And one of the things that I'm really frustrated with my party, the Democratic Party, about is we can be tough on crime, but also be tough on police accountability. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. We, we got to do both. Because That's when right. I was growing up on Dove in the southeast side, my grandma wanted the cops to show up on time but respect her as a hardworking, tax-paying citizen of the city. Right. And that's the true mandate of policing, and it should be across the country, and that's my vision for safety in the city. How difficult has it been for you to recruit new officers? It's Because I know numbers are down It's big. so hard. Uh, you know, every mayor I talk to, from <clears throat> New York to L.A. to San Diego to Tampa, is dealing with this issue. Yeah. Um, and so what we, we're trying to do is make the department more attractive, make pay better, make the culture better and really show uh, folks that Cleveland is a national model of policing and, and hopefully that'll be a, Wait a positive minute. Yeah, I was speaking to a member, I was actually 
speaking to a member of the yeah. po po the police department. We happened to be on a plane together, and I, I, he he was in the he's in the bomb squad, yeah. and he was telling me that some of the guys that he works with, because I guess he works with some other departments, being in the bomb squad, and he was saying that this was a couple months ago, and he was saying that um, you know some of these guys who you know working in small towns where they're not taking the risk that city cops are uh, are getting paid more money, and that's. That's the challenge. The pay's been a big problem. Right. Yeah. So our officer didn't have a contract for, for over three years, so we got him a new contract. And it's going to take a couple more contracts to make pay more competitive. But, you know, beyond just pay, you might be willing to get paid less if you like the culture, if you love your job. Sure. Right? I love my job. I took a big pay cut to become mayor because I love the job. Mm -hmm. Right? And so there are more things than just pay, but... I think changing the culture is a big thing we got to do to make sure we can attract. I got, I got two sports questions. One, yeah, yeah. you said you grew up on Dove. Did you play for the Dove Park Panthers? No, I did not. Okay, that's yeah. true. Yeah, we played them in Muni League when I played. I'm, I'm sure we beat you, right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's <is> hilarious. <laughs> oh, and that wasn't an answer. Did I play at the John Adams Field? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I played for, I play I for the Cleveland there. Warriors. I used to go up there and see them. Cleveland Warriors yeah. Mini League football. <laughs> yeah. But secondly, <laughs> yeah. when you watch this, take it back to the Cavs. When you watch this Cavs team right now, do you think as they are now that they can't win it all, or do you think they need to acquire one more piece? I think we need one more slasher small forward. Uh, on the defensive side, on the wing side. So like a Jay Crowder. Yeah, someone that can bring some good defensive energy but also get a good double-double every game. Do you think we have the shooter that we need? That's my concern. I do. You do? Yeah, but I, I would take one more score. Okay. Yeah, you could always – we can find a yeah. guy like that I, I at the trade deadline. one more score. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. never have enough. Oh, yeah. hold on. We're 20 yeah. minutes in, and it just dawned on me. <laughs> we haven't told you guys. Matter of fact, look. Please subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Hit that <laughs> notification bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I think it'd be awesome. You know, we got a great politician in the building. It'd be great if he would look in camera one and tell him why you should subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. <laughs> You're well, shameless, man. You are shameless. If you want the best insights and the best candor on what's real with Cleveland sports, tap into the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. There you there go. go. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. I do Speaking right. of, a, of a combination of politics and, and – um, and athletes, like, have you tried to talk with some of the professional athletes in this town to use their celebrity to yeah. encourage people to vote? I think Nick, I, I don't want to give away where he lives, but I'm pretty sure Nick Chubb lives in the city, yeah. if I remember correctly. But I don't know, have, have, has that been something that's yeah, been attempted? Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of the, the athletes about not just voting, but just getting involved in Cleveland. Right, sure. Um, you know, I, I was able to, um, Denzel Ward and I visited a young man, uh, oh, Curtis, Curtis Jackson. Um, who got shot this summer. Yeah. Uh, he was valedictorian of his class, Ugh. incoming freshman at St. Ed's, and we went over to his house and just played mad with him. It lit up his day. That's wow. Dope. That's right? cool. That's and, dope. And so, um, you know, we need to make it real for athletes. It's more than just doing an IG post or going to a rally right. or, or serving food at a soup kitchen. But get to know these kids because a lot of these kids want to become the next Miles Garrett or Denzel Ward or Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland. And so we got to do everything we can to wrap our complete selves around these young people to give them hope because you are what you see, mm -hmm. right? When I was growing up, I didn't see a lot of folks, you know, owning businesses. The only man I saw in a suit was my pastor. <laughs> so I, was thought, I thought maybe yeah. I should be a pastor. Yeah. 
Hmm. Wasn't until I got to college where I said, okay, I can be in politics or I can be in banking or I can be in consulting. So we got to do a better job of exposing young people to what they can become. We have three minutes and I really wanted to ask you about the land around Progressive hmm. and even you know, it's a little more distant, but Rocket Mortgage, I think some of that land is a little more developed, yeah. but I know that the Dolans have taken on a couple of minority partners and there's been discussion of doing something with that land, which it's so, it's, it's depressing when I go down there and I look directly across the street, there are, it's an empty storefront. There's, you know, yeah. in, in that vicinity, what's your plan for developing that area for some residential and for entertainment restaurants and whatnot, because I think that's a piece that's been missing yeah. that could really help boost the area down there. Well, just like you want to do um, where the Brown Stadium is, we need to activate uh, our stadium districts for uh, shopping, for retail, uh, for residential, and make right. them true neighborhoods. And so mm -hmm. we've been in early conversations with uh, the Guardians and the Cavaliers about really activating the Gateway District to a true neighborhood, because uh, we can do that then we connect Gateway to the riverfront. And we have some big plans for the riverfront uh, with the Bedrock uh, family of companies and um, uh, Dave Gilbert as well too. So there, there's a lot um, in store. Dan Gilbert, sorry. Dan. I have a pipe dream. So I know you're gonna dismiss this because it's gonna be $10 billion. But my pipe dream is, I, I mean, if you were starting all over from scratch and you were building Cleveland, you wouldn't have 90 come right on the lakefront oh, no. and go. So. I That's always pure thought, redlining, by the way. Could you imagine if there was a talk, tunnel, talk, talk if at to some him. point around Euclid, it goes underground, and then the 90 connection is underground, and all of that land, yeah. which is now the highway, yeah. because the big mm. barrier to, to the lakefront it's is the highway. The highway. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I always imagine, and I know the funds, I'm not, I don't know where these money, this money comes from, but if there was a tunnel that went underground and all that land suddenly became available, it would be amazing yeah. what you could do with that so property. So we, we are, uh, so um, starting next week, we're gonna have one of our first uh, town halls on uh, our North Coast connector plan, a better connect downtown to the lakefront. And one thing we wanna do is figure out, is there a way to address that highway that divides uh, the lakefront uh, from downtown, but also it really redlines the lakefront from the east side of the city. It does, yeah, right? yeah it does. And so there's uh, billions of dollars in the bipartisan infrastructure bill we're gonna try to compete for to address that, but we got a long way to go. I don't think the tunnel was an answer. Nah, it's uh, just it's too much of a pipe dream. Yeah, yeah. But, the uh, big unless you got Elon Musk on it, you just yeah. want it. You don't want the big we dick stuff. We got a young mayor in Cleveland who's got energy and is doing things for yes, the city. We love goodness. it. We love it. Everybody go out and vote. Go Election vote. Day is coming up. Go well, out and vote. I think it's uh, two weeks from, from two yesterday. Weeks. Two weeks from yesterday. So, yeah. Mayor Bibb, thank you for giving us time. I, I know you're on a tight yeah, schedule and you have to go. Thank you so much, For what it's worth, from the outside looking in, because I don't live in Cleveland, but I work in Cleveland, I think the future of the city is in wonderful hands. I appreciate Absolutely. it. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to accomplish Thank a you. whole lot in your time in office. I'm and on, let us know if we can help. I certainly will. Yes. I'll, I'll come back. Yep. We are here. Yes. Please do. Y'all heard that, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to throw to a Jetty Osmond 60-second piece as the mayor escapes out. We'll talk a little bit of calves on the other side of it. Guys? Mayor, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Another edition of 60 Seconds from Cavs Media Day with Jetty Osmond. Jetty, you are the Cavs fan favorite, so when you were growing up, who was your favorite actor? Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. 
just because of the European influence, the yeah, jump shot. Exactly. Just just because you know he's from the Europe and what he achieved with Dallas is just uh, an unbelievable thing. So that's why it was uh, Dirk Nowitzki. If you didn't play basketball, what would you do? Uh, I think I would be a pilot. I mean, that's something that I was dreaming since I was a kid, but obviously it turned out a different way. So. I'm not sure they made cockpits big enough for a 6'10 guy. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> not. But, you know, it was just a dream as a kid, so. Funniest teammate? Funniest teammate. Uh, man, that's a good question. I'll go with, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with, damn, I'll go with Isaac and Kevin. No one's given us the same answer yet, so I'm starting to worry. Any of you guys funny? Huh? No one's given us the same answer on who's the funniest teammate. So are any of you guys actually, uh, any of you guys funny? I mean, <laughs> K-Love is pretty funny now. Nobody didn't say K-Love? Not yet. Oh. Um, I mean, K-Love is pretty funny. <laughs> K-Love is pretty funny. Isaac is funny, too. Dream dinner guest. You get to pick two of them. Dream dinner guest. Yeah. You go out to dinner and get two, two people to go to dinner with. Oh, man. I would I would go with uh, I would go with uh, I would go with Bron and uh, and Michael Jordan just to talk about the goat conversation. I'm sure that goes smooth, right? Uh, Jetty, last one. An alien lands on this planet and they say, Jetty, you got to take me out for my first meal on Earth. Where are you taking them for their first meal on Earth? Ah, uh, man, that's a good question. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, but. I mean, I, first of all, I would say you take me to the whatever you're living, like take me to a meal, like, you know, the, the world can wait. But I mean, I'd say I'll take him to eat tacos. Um, yeah, we'll go eat tacos. Tacos in Cleveland, love it. That's yeah. 90 seconds with Jenny Osmond. Program. The business okay. one. Business. Hey, That's we're good. back. <laughs> well done, Mikey. Well done. What's your, what's your general impression? Of Jetty, he was really cool. I know we had. Uh, also, can we turn the light on in here, Anthony? Why is it so dark? What is happening? <laughs> yeah, you guys are like setting the mood, setting in, the mood there. in there. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I didn't even realize with uh, Mayor Bibb we didn't have the light on, but Jetty was really cool. Yeah, he's shooting well. I think when I gave him the handshake, my shooting touch rubbed off on <laughs> Jetty, which is why he can't miss from three right now. Yeah, okay. I, I know how that feels. Tyvis, yeah, if you play in that league, count me in. Me and you go run. For sure. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Which one has the better the, the chance of getting running wild out here? I mean, Tyvis for the size, but. Yeah, I'm a. You listen. for the shot and yeah. the game. You, if you, you buy me and Tyvis, we could be a D1. All I'm going to say is if you like Donovan Mitchell, then you'd, you'd love me. That's your game? Yeah. 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 Why you did you play college him? basketball, too? I thought I was too good at football. No. Mm. Yeah. Football is it's an easier path to make it in, in football mm. than yeah, basketball. More, more jobs. More yeah. roster spots. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, general <laughs> impressions from the mayor. I think he's incredibly impressive. Yeah. He looks 22 in person. He really does. Uh, he comes across it was really stunning seeing him in person. It like, takes your like, breath he looks away. You're so like, young. Wow, you're our leader. Black don't crack. No, and well, that's my, true. My black, black, black guys in general look younger than like a white guy in general yes. of the same age. Not every single case, yeah. but in general. But he looks particularly young. He really does. You know what? Speaking like of if you told me he was an, if I didn't know who he was, and you said this is a high school student, like, you, you know, you'd be like, okay, maybe he kind of looks like he's in high school. Very young. Speaking of looking young, yeah. yeah. Did y'all notice my look? None of y'all commented <laughs> on my look. I believe you've used some just for men. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Because it was really. So y'all ain't even notice it. I Wait. cut. I cut my goatee. I just mustache and beard. Oh, you. Hey, it's such a small. I look like I, you know, I looked. I was trying to be like LeBron. First of all, pause. LeBron. Pause. Pause. That is for your wife to see. 
You can't ask no grown man, did you see what I yeah. did with my face? I'm glad we didn't recognize <laughs> and notice. Really? What you mean? Yeah. Did anybody That's notice I got a haircut? That's did anybody notice? Y'all know this, y'all know this bullshit. No, I brought it up. Yeah, listen, you I can't said miss that, that bullshit. Yeah, but I said it. I said my wife told me I should shave this yeah. morning. <laughs> my, my wife is indifferent. She, she's like, I don't even know the difference. I said, Whoa. you know, Tyvis <laughs> leads the league in confidence. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, look at that, man. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to my bar. boy. You did your thing with this one. Ooh, he man. said, did you see my Every lips? Man he, of the said, month. he said, did you see my lips and facial area around my mouth? <laughs> That's not what I said. It's not what I said. It's not what I said. No, we, we got Joe Burrow to talk about. Like we got here. Let's talk Can fabulous. we get rid of the middle chair? I hate the middle chair. Yeah, I do too. It's Can't we just move it? No. We'll move it when Earl comes out to hold the whiteboard in a little I bit. I hate right. the middle chair. To get Very that out good. of the middle, we have to readjust the other four chairs, Bull. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Oh, what? Let's uh, let's dive into this Bengals Browns matchup. Typically, yeah. we do that on Tuesdays, but because they're not playing till Monday yeah. and yeah. Not Sunday, we had a little bit of extra time, so we waited for today to do our Browns defense versus the Bengals offense because I do think that's where this game's going to be won or lost. I think the Bengals offense is now clicking. Hmm. Some numbers before we start our discussion: the Bengals offense. I was surprised that they were this low, but. It speaks to how poorly they started. 11th in the league in yards per game. 5th in passing. I believe in no time they're going to be first or second. Uh, they're 28th in rushing. Which yeah, they could have... be a good thing, could be a bad thing. San yeah. Diego came in 32nd and they, they just <laughs> boat, raced their, uh, boat raced us on run. Yeah. And they're 8th in scoring. As for the Browns, defensively, middle of the pack. 16th in the league in yards per game allowed. 14th in passing yards allowed. 24th now in rushing yards allowed, and they are 28th in the league in scoring. Honestly, I think all those stats are meaningless. Uh, mm, they tell no. a story. <laughs> no, no, they tell a story. Yeah, no, we, yeah, yeah, boy. we gotta stop you. Yeah, yeah. boy. Right Wait a minute. No, no, let him go. Yeah. Let, him, let him go. No, the Browns defense is worse than those numbers. Is my oh, okay. Point. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, but it paints a picture that they're bottom third. There in are league. better stats. There are analytics. There are better stats. Efficiency and stuff like that are much more. Yeah, but the, I, the I, amount I, of yards <laughs> given up is kind of meaningless. Not really, because no. yards lead to no, points. No, 100% it does, because no. if, it's, if it's a one-sided game, um, if it's a one-sided game. It has not been one-sided games for the Browns. No, well, but I'm talking in general. The statistics. I'm talking about the Browns. Brown. What is the matter with y'all, too? Like, y'all looking to rebuttal. It's all right. These guys can't handle the Let word analytics. They're scared gotta by listen analytics. To, y'all got to listen to understand. They don't want to listen. Forget it. We won't argue. We just gave you some analytics. No, those are those are in a, those are stats that, that nobody irre- in analytics pays attention to. It's irrelevant. No. Who, who, the, who doesn't pay attention to yards per game? The stats is irrelevant. It's all about when you get there. Who doesn't? Pay attention to Forget the it. Offense. I don't want to argue. So, 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 wait, so, wait, so wait, wait a minute. Scoring, they're 28. <laughs> wait a minute. They suck. Wait a minute. And that number says they do. <laughs> wait yeah. a minute, Jay. Did it matter when the when the Chargers was 32nd in Russia? Did that matter to you? Yeah, but here's what mattered. They came out and looked like the here's number one Russian team. What were the Browns? What was the Browns rushing defense? Those stats, especially early in the season, it's, are kind it's, of it's mi- can be misleading. Is yeah, three point. games in three, when we yes, play San right. Diego. All right. Yes. The, now we're seven games. The, bo- the bottom you are line. What your numbers the bottom are. line is, the, but there are a lot of numbers. You're just pointing to specific yes. numbers yes. that a lot of people don't think well, are. You don't want me to read every number. So, do you? I mean, we used to judge baseball pitchers by wins and losses. Now we know that's absurd. I never did. It's not. Maybe true. you did. I it, did. Those numbers is skewed because it's, it's guys that's out of the lineup that's that dealt with some. That's yeah, the NFL. You don't tie me You know, it's incredible. You look at the Browns defense. Just look at them by the eye test. Where would you think they would be in points allowed? 
points allowed? Yeah. After like right now today right now, after watching them? you've watched them all year. You know what they are. <laughs> what would you think they are in points allowed? 18th. <laughs> what the hell are you watching? Yeah, that's all right. So let's all agree the Browns defense. Been, <laughs> the, Browns, the Browns defense has been terrible. Okay. They ain't giving all Browns, the Browns defense has been terrible. <laughs> that, that we can all agree on. Yes. Jay, all right. I tried it. Didn't I? Can you agree that the tried Browns it. defense has been terrible? Yes. Okay. okay here we go. So the Browns 18. defense has been terrible. <laughs> Now you said yards. The the Bengals have <laughs> have not run the ball well. No. Um, unlike the Chargers, the Bengals I don't think are going to. The Chargers made a point of running the ball against the Browns, yeah. right? Part of that is the Browns' run defense not good, but part of it was Justin Herbert wasn't one hundred percent healthy. Sure. And so that's part of the reason they did that. The Bengals' passing game is their strength. Joe Mixon's a good back. Sure. But their they offense... They can run it. They just choose to move it yeah, to the air. And, 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 <clears throat> I, listen, I've watched all their games. They have not run the ball well when they've tried to run it. No. This past game against Atlanta, Atlanta secondary was a disaster, and Burrow just picked them apart. Guys were wide open, and so they didn't even really try to run the ball. They ran it fine when they did. But overall, the Bengals' offensive line, um, which was terrible last year... It's better on paper this year. It was bad early in the season, and it's getting it's better. It's definitely gotten better. They have Remember, they have four new starters on their offensive line. Right. So, the guys are still learning. And none of them, not, not a single offensive lineman on the Bengals had ever played together before this year. So, obviously, they were going to struggle early in the year. They've gotten better. They're still not great. It's I would say it's probably going to end up being an average offensive line. Uh, but they're better at pass blocking. So, But the fact that they're better at pass blocking and they have three top receivers means even though the Browns' weakness has been the run game, I still think the Bengals will throw the ball a lot in but, this game. Oh, they're going to run the ball for sure because the, it's blood in the water, and it still hasn't been 100% addressed. Now, the Browns' defense has been playing well coming off of the Baltimore game where they held Lamar and them to low numbers. But, but they're the, Bra- the Ravens actually ran it well in that game. They're, they're definitely going to come out and run the You got to figure out a way to get a balanced attack. You're most dangerous when you're balanced in the offense. And if we can get Joe Mixon to get some good yards, which is what made him effective, which made Cincinnati's offense effective last year, period. Right. But because they both was good running and throwing agreed, the ball. Agreed. Agreed. And they need that as the season goes along. But as they've played better here the last couple of weeks, it's been all the passing But, Bull, game. do you think that the Browns' run defense – is as good as the Browns' pass defense. Like I, I don't. See Which one do you got more faith in, the pass or Browns' pass defense or run defense? I'm a no. But here's the thing about the you Browns. You got to pick one. Which one? I would say just on name power just name that the, the passing pass. defense is okay. better but okay. because we know what they have up front in the middle. But here's no. the thing that we don't know. <laughs> I don't want either one of them. Here's the interesting thing, guys. In terms of passing the ball, <laughs> the Browns have only faced one really good passing quarterback, Justin Herbert. They have. Lamar Jackson's right. a good quarterback, but he's not a, an exceptional passing quarterback. He's good because he's he's a dual threat. Right. And But that don't make me feel good. And, and the Ra- and, <laughs> no, it doesn't make you feel bad. And the Ravens it? have no receivers, right? Like the Ravens don't have a receiver that could start for the Bengals. So they, so what's your point? My point is that even if you think, you're making it sound really bad for the Browns. Well, my point is that even though the Browns' run defense is probably worse than their pass defense, the Bengals' pass offense is much better than its run offense, and. Uh, 
I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Let me break it down. Let me just give you this. Well, you screwed me up, Simon. No, no, that's what happens when, you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're trying to figure something out yeah. on the fly. Ain't no figuring. I think he's trying to talk himself into something. You can't talk yourself into no Listen, the Bengals are going to do whatever they want. They can either run the ball for large amounts of yards. They can either pass the ball for thousands of yards if they want to. This is the so Browns defense is the worst set of defensive tackles in the league period. Their linebackers are the worst linebackers in the league period. You, you know, you know why anybody. that you know why that is because they didn't address it in an offseason. You know, no, I'm saying you know why well, they did, but well, they didn't get the right guy. It's a domino effect. They're, the linebackers are bad because the defensive tackles are bad. That's what because that, they're getting bodies pushed into exactly. Them. So and it's hard to do your job. Well, it's hard to do your but they, but they, it, it, the that, backers it, don't be reading no keys now. That's not fair to really say that because they they played okay last Phillips game. Is, Phillips Phillips <laughs> is going to be gone for the rest of the season, right? Ain't yeah. nobody crying over that. They're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, listen, yeah. did they play? 20s. They played well last week. Who? <laughs> the Against defense. the run? The Who? defense. No, just that's a, a, Overall, a, the defense played a decent game last week. Okay, yes. that's where we are. They give up 23 points. <laughs> they lose the game. And we're saying overall, the defense played. We, we right. They, they got the ball. Wait a minute. They, they got the ball. About this defense is being a top five. Some the, on the team. So right. And I person, one. They got one turnover. What is the matter with they you? They got one yeah. turnover. So y'all just negative. So, the, oh. so, so y'all just again, look at it. Tyvis, like, it's they're just... two and five. And, five. and again, Tyvis. Wow. Again, they played a decent game against Baltimore. Outside of tight end, where's Baltimore better than Cincinnati on offense? Nowhere. Offensive line. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little him. bit. I got him. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I, I don't know. I don't think their offensive line is great either. I just don't think the Browns Cincinnati will absolutely score more than Listen, 23 all points. I'm going to say but is. The oh. only thing that makes me think the Browns can win this game is that the Browns have, and that Stefanski's had the Bengals number. That's that, what that's I'm saying. It. That's what I'm saying. And if Denzel Ward. So you never come, know. Denzel Ward, if he comes back out of this concussion protocol. And he, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, I said that. Yeah, if he comes out of this concussion protocol, it's too much chirping. It's too much on the line. The offseason with the Jamar Chase stuff, like they about to come out no, here. No, guns it, are See, and that's what they that's about to get that's that what smoke. I that's what we need to see. Hey, I need this, Newsom, I need this. I need to know because we gonna find out about Greg Newsom this week. You was talking. I need wow. to know if he that guy or not. Do you guys want to see the quote again? Well, Play yeah. 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 Receivers and DBs. You, you got it up 38. He got respect for, for Denzel, but he ain't got none for G. New. I don't think they respect this him. This is what he said on the uh, Pivot podcast. Mm-hmm. It's game time when we see them. It's just on site. That's it. Not just because Cleveland talked the most bleep. Denzel Ward did his thing. Same for Greg Newsom. I don't think he elite, but they just talk crazy. That was awkward, Mike reading that quote a little bit. Yeah, I, it was I would a little. Agree. I think next time we need somebody else read this. Yeah. Put it back up there. Let me let me read it. Okay, but let's have time, Mr. Let's take it back. Let me see. Take it back, yeah. Mike. And don't hold back. I don't curse. You don't. <laughs> Here we go. It's game time when we see them. It's on site. That's it. Not just because Cleveland talked the most trash. Denzel Ward did his thing. Same for G. New. I don't think he elite. But they just talk crazy, you know what I'm saying? That's well done, man. That's well that done. comfortable. Yeah, that brings the city flair to it, bro. And what I got to, what I got to do? Put it in subtitles or something? That's 45 points. That's you sitting there, bro. Listen, <laughs> stop that. They, 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 he ain't never did score 45 points on a period. Let's be clear. Let me. Be he clear. had two opportunities to do it last year. He Let, did nothing. Let's be clear. These dudes 
is living off last year. That's a fact. And Baker Mayfield. That's a Baker fa- Mayfield got a great highlight tape too. That ain't helping him right now. In Carolina. <laughs> Baker Mayfield like to play the Bengals yeah, every hey, week. Hey, great He'd have listen, a career. Denzel Ward never lost. <laughs> Denzel Ward jumped around last year. We ain't seen him jump no more like that. They got two picks all year. No more. Two. I, I, Greg Newsom has he gotten his first pick? No, no, he oh. yeah, he might get it this week. Oh, okay. That's just a, listen. The bottom line is the Bengals is out here doing what they need to do. And this is the problem I got. <laughs> I, 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 I'm tired of, of, of talking about how it ain't. We get to by Monday. We question everybody out Tuesday. We calm down by Wednesday. We trying to figure out the stats where it make it look like the Browns got a shot by Thursday. <laughs> we doing right. headlines. And yeah. the headlines say, well, I think I'm going to just go with this because, you know, Kevin Stefanski, and I think it's they already played. They can't play no worse. By Friday, you sitting there, you done <laughs> talked yourself into it. You had TJI Fridays hanging out with your people, and they got, hey, G. Bush, you think we got a chance to? And you, you, then you mess around and say yes. And then by the time you get to Sunday, you see that smoke show, and you sitting there looking like this on the side of your bed, and your wife say, honey, can we just go to Grind Eagle now and get some groceries because the game is over? That's what we do. First of all, week. that's a lie. That's, no, what he said was one hundred percent. Wait a minute. Talking no. yourself. Yeah, right by Sunday it. you're like, we got this. We got this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Good. And then at four o'clock you're like, and you know we talked about earlier this year. It's our fault. It is. Yeah. Because we're the media. Yeah. We talked them up to the number one ranked man. defense. Who? Man. Oh yeah. Dude, G, G has gone in four we. weeks say we. from Jacoby Brissett being him. Did I use that properly? Yes, he him. Is yeah, he, but you gotta say. Did I blow it by asking if I said it? But you, yes, I did. But you had it right. Yeah. But you weren't sure if you but had it right. So, like, question, this team is the worst team ever. Who put the question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> is he him? How many times do I have to? Oh, I did. I gave it. I gave it the wrong inflection. Yeah, you did. Listen, you did. All right, go ahead. you went from four weeks ago. He's the man. And now, like, the team's a disaster. It, Things are not as bad. <laughs> they not, though. Big picture. Like, they really not Big as picture. bad. All right, here's Things are not as bad here's as you guys told me that. You here's told what, me that before Baltimore. Here's what we would like to do. Here's what we, here's, here's what we would like well, to do. I'm going to throw this out to the chat. By the way, 20 minutes later, please hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you can get this great content. If you believe that it is not as bad as it is. It's not. Put a two in the chat. <laughs> if you think this thing is going to hell in a handbasket, let me tell you. And something. it's a dumpster fire. Please put one in the chat. Let we'll me, check back. Let with me you tell you, Mikey. Something. Let us know what the uh, toll. Listen, let me tell you something, y'all. I think everybody. Go ahead. You go first. Tyler. I just think y'all overreacted a little bit. It's two and five. <laughs> I get it. It's not zero oh and one. But I, I get one it. Two. It's what two is and five? You know why they two and five? I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not sweating. First of all, I'm not. I'm not doing this. Exactly why. <laughs> it's because the defense hasn't played well. It's because they find ways to lose games. Because the teams find ways because to win. Because the defense doesn't play well. None of them. As, listen, listen, as bad as we say Stefanski's a terrible play caller and, and all of that. No, the offense is performing. Exactly. We thought exactly. the defense we went in, the way. We went the in so many good. games winning in the fourth quarter yes. and lost in the end. Uh, that's, however, strict, that's defense. However, in all of these close games, We've had chances and drives to win, but and Jacoby Brissett is throwing okay, interceptions. Okay, to be fair, coming into this season, we knew that. That's why we no, said, no, no, yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, say, we you, did. Did you trust Jacoby in he a big spot? He didn't throw interceptions. That, 
Why are we putting them in the position to have to do game-winning drives when we're already winning in the fourth quarter? What did we hear about Jacoby? You said it. He doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't turn the ball over. He takes care of the football. How many many quarterbacks that's not elite don't turn the ball over? But did you not – did you expect – Six touchdowns. Did you expect Jacoby Bichette to pull out game-winning drives – I didn't. I didn't. No, here's what I expected. Yeah, the defense. Who's the best player on our team? Miles or Nick? Okay. I expected those two guys to win games for us. Well, they, they, by the way, they're doing, Nick's doing all he can do. By the way, Nick Miles is banged up. By the way, Nick's doing all he can do based on how many carries he gets. Exactly. Nick Chubb is second in the NFL in carries in the fourth quarter. Did you know that? I don't. I don't care. <laughs> you keep saying every time we say we want more Nick, we want more Nick. You go, well, he's he's Aren't second you, in the league in carries. Analytics guy, and then now he's third in the league in carries. I, just, I don't care about that. So I don't care. Only your stats matter. No, no, no. Here's why you just gave that's what I'm saying. I'm about to say all them stats you said. Here's why I'm going to tell you. Okay. Who is the best running back in football? Nick Chubb. Why isn't he first by a mile in carries? Because we, why isn't he first by a mile in the fourth quarter in carries? <laughs> Thank you. He's second. Nah, nah, the pause killed you. Yeah, the yeah, pause no, he's second. Killed. First of all, because any, you guys are scared of anything. He the analytics will tell you that the, if, if a running back carries too much, he's going to his play is going to go. Hold on, the, do you have my calculator? The, the Browns out here. Uh, yes, because all the oh my calculator because says because all five. the meathead GMs have done such a great job and coaches. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. How, how have the meathead GMs yeah. and coaches done in Cleveland? In the last 25 years. Meatheads. We've had nothing but meatheads as head coaches here. We've had terrible head coaches. Yeah, they're all the meathead guys that you like that don't pay attention to analytics. In the last eight years, six years for sure, we've we've leaned heavily on analytics. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. Not until these last two years. So, I don't... I don't talk to all the GMs, but I do talk to people that do talk to the GMs. Right. And I've asked them, how are the Browns in terms of leaning on analytics? Yeah. Well, look who they hired. They went and hired the, the the godfather of them, who was the yeah, godfather was being of, ign- of baseball analytics. Was being ignored until Andrew Berry and Kevin. So, so we don't know I, that I just, because I've, I've well, then you don't know that, that he hasn't been ignored. Well, let me, let me, I, I've heard that he has not been ignored. I well, think, I heard from I think, Jason, look, who covers the team, this that he wasn't minutia, ignored. This okay. is minutia. We we are in arguing about the catchphrase. The point is oh, to no, no, say they're not giving Nick Chubb the ball when he's second in the league in fourth quarter carries. Silly. No, 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 no. You want to argue he should be number one? Wait, no. let me just finish my point. All right, go I ahead. want to argue that he should be number one, fine. But to make it seem like he's not getting any carries at all when he's second in the I league never is said ridiculous. That. I never Hold said on. that. Hold on. Well, you're making second seem like it's 30. I've always said way. he's not getting number enough. Two. <laughs> number two. Number two. Browns running backs have more carries than any other running backs. So, 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 okay, so what do you want them to do? So here, run more. Here's, here's, here's more. You win by passing in the league. It's what we're good at. Can I, can I break, can I break this Jesus, down? Please get in here. Jesus. Can yeah. I break this down? So please just stop talking about this. <laughs> now, if you are good at something <laughs> and you are good at Preach. this, okay, it does not matter what everybody else is doing. Thank you. Have you ever heard somebody tell you, don't worry about what that man do. Do what you do. Yeah. Be you. Yeah. The bottom line is, if that is your best weapon, yeah. it don't matter how much the Chiefs running, the Cowboys running. they don't have these guys. They don't got, hold on, pause, yeah. hold on before you talk. They don't have what you have. Can I rebuttal? No, you ain't done yet. Y'all, y'all, y'all be wanting to talk. So I ain't fast. said nothing. Just no, let me no, get my I, point. I ain't said nothing okay, in like five you, minutes. Well, let me get my point. Cause, cause Keep you, rolling, brother. Now, now, when you do something at a high level, 
you don't then say, well, I'll settle for second because everybody else in the league is only doing it to this much. And I show you every single week teams who say, you know what? I got Josh Allen. They say you have to be balanced. I'm throwing the ball every play. Leave me alone. I've seen teams be like, <laughs> you know what? I got the Browns suck. I'll run it 11 plays in a row. The analytics and what other people are doing has no bearing. You ride what you ride to the wheels come off and then you tell somebody else to stop it. It's not about being balanced and compared to the rest of the league because guess what? You trying to be like the rest of the league, you two and five. You trying to be like everybody else and get two and five. So if they, how many more runs did you, uh, go ahead, Davis, you're, you go. You go. <laughs> so, so my thing is this, Garrett, you are, you, you, you play Gee, football. that was awesome. You're, you're, you're a smart guy. You play football, awesome. okay? Over the course of a game, you'd say it's teams make adjustments, correct? That's correct. Okay. So if we run in the ball effectively. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You think that the defense is just going to continue to let them run the ball effectively, or would you just add more people to the box and sell out on stop? You mean how Cleveland stopped Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'll say this to you: deep, deep, defenses are mm -hmm. going to make adjustments, Tyvis. Okay. okay. But you know, well, for, very well, mm -hmm. that when you play defense, it ain't just enough for the coach to make you unblocked. You got to actually make that tackle. Okay. And when it comes down between Nick Chubb and that safety. Who you taking? Because they don't tackle him. Depending on who the safety is. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. If it's Tyvis, I'm taking Tyvis all day. Well, Tyvis, you, you, you know what? <laughs> you, they need to get you in the field. But Listen. the reality is Nick Chubb is that good. Michael Jordan don't get stopped by nobody. LeBron don't get stopped. Giannis, don't get stopped. Thank Keep, you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. How many more times per game do you want? Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. How many more times per game do you want them? To I want how many more running plays? Twenty-five minimum for Nick Chubb, and it should be fifteen to eighteen touches for Kareem. So, Hunt. so how many so you passes? Want Forty running plays. So how many yeah. passes should Jacoby Brissett throw? Jacoby Brissett should never be over 22, 23 passes. So okay, so say we run the ball forty times and we lose by fourteen. What did I ride with it? You, you, cool. know, you know so, what? Hold on, because you, you know what? I lost did? with your fastball. I, I lost with my best option. Wow. Yeah. I'm not gonna lose. So, I'm I, not I, gonna I, lose. I, I, you know what? You know what? More, you know what? more than we're passing it. Four, show we're two me. And five. Show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. We're two and five, Ty. I can't doing believe it, doing it this way. We're two and five. You know what the Bears what, did? They run the ball at the seventh highest percentage. So I heard you seventh. We got the best running game. Why is it one, why isn't it number one by a mile? I don't we know have why the best running game. Because, why would we be seven? Because in these last couple of games in particular, they've been down. I mean, in the Patriots game. They weren't down big by but in, this in is the they were in the Patriots game. Uh, okay, Patriots, the Patriots game, down, yes. The, that was the only game the that was lost by more than three points. The thing I don't understand with y'all is that we 
He's, we've been winning like games. Like we've been leading in games with the, whatever he's they've doing. They've lost these games because of their and defense, they've lost. Guys. Thank you. Like it's that's, all this bad is the, the defense. Line. Your argument is, well, we've had the lead in some of these games. Yes, the offense. It's not the offense. Ty, Ty, what do the Browns do best? And I'm going to go back to Bull. Bull <sighs> said, sat right in that chair and said, <laughs> nobody can stop Nick Chubb. Nobody. Nobody right. can stop him. Right. Sixteen. But cares. if it's a, if, if, if there's you know, a minute 12 him. left. Kevin Stefanski Exactly, and him. I've said that too. But if there's a minute 12 left and they yeah. got to get 70 yards, it, it's hard to do that just running the ball. But if you so, – That's why I said under but, two but, minutes, so you're going to run the ball. No, no. What do you want him to do in that two minutes? What do you want him to do in the two minutes? You're going to run the ball under two minutes. No, 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 no. What do you want him to do in the two minutes? Game on the line, 70 yards ago, you're going to run the ball. That makes no sense. We're losing the point here. We're all arguing different points. The one thing we can agree on – is when Tyvis diagram stuff for us on the whiteboard, we all become smarter football fans. And oh, yeah, let's get to this. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.